0: Terror has struck the heart of France, first with the brutal execution of King Louis the Sixteenth, and now with that of his wife, Queen Marie. The helplessness I feel, knowing that many more lives will be lost, is beyond compare. My prayers go out to them and to their families, with the solemn promise that my comrades and I are doing all that we can in order to end this. THE DIARY BELONGING TO THE THIRD EARL OF DUNCASTER, 1794 CHAPTER ONE THORNCLIFF MANOR, 1820 A gentle breeze stirred the air, carrying with it the smooth murmur of violins as Richard gazed out over the terrace of Thorncliffe Manor the grand estate and guest house where his parents and siblings had chosen to spend the summer while their own home was being renovated, sat solidly at his back, a welcome retreat for those who were wealthy enough to afford it. Standing to one side, Richard watched the guests, their gemstones scattering the torchlight while feathers bowed and swayed. Although they wore masks, he was able to recognize a few of those present. Certainly, he had seen many of them from his bedroom window since arriving at Thorncliffe a few weeks earlier. But there were those whose acquaintance he'd never had the pleasure of, like the young ladies who'd made their debuts since 1815, a year he would not soon forget. In any event, it was a long time since he'd spoken to any of these people, Some, he reflected, had been friends once. His heart beat slowly, dulled by the lead that now flowed through his veins. It was briefly forgotten when a gentle voice spoke at his shoulder. Your company is much appreciated this evening, Mr. Hartley. Turning his head, Richard glanced down at his hostess, the incomparable Lady Dunkester. After all, his words faltered, no doubt from lack of usage. Inhaling deeply, he took a moment to compose himself before trying again, more slowly this time. After all the effort you have gone to on my behalf, it would have been rude of me to stay away. Rigidly, he glanced in her direction, his nails digging against the palms of his hands as he clenched his fists. There was more to be said. I... Yes, she queried. Please don't use my real name, Countess. Tonight I am Signor Antonio. Of course. Her eyes gleamed with the mystery of a shared secret. As to all the effort you mentioned, your presence here after so many years of absence has made it all worthwhile. A wry smile appeared beneath the edge of her over-embellished mask. Besides, I have always wondered what it might be like to restore the masquerade ball to its former glory. Dipping his head, Richard acknowledged her comment, "'the gesture encouraging her to continue. "'In my youth, my husband and I experienced a traditional one in Venice, "'before the Venetian Republic fell. Masquerades have since become popular in other parts of Europe, "'though they generally lack the flamboyance that I initially fell in love with.' "'She shook her head somewhat wistfully, "'then straightened herself and earnestly asked,' "'What do you think, Signor? Is it grand enough?' In Richard's opinion, the extravagance was overwhelming, but since he knew this was probably the effect Lady Dunkester was aiming for, he said, "'I think you have outdone all other masquerades, my lady. I am certainly impressed.' Chuckling, Lady Dunkester slapped his arm playfully with her fan. You are quite the charmer. Do you know that? It is accidental, I can assure you, he told her dryly, belatedly realizing that he probably should have thanked her for the compliment. She tisked in response. I sincerely doubt that.